This is Ursula Hogan. Welcome you to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into details on some of the events in the news this week. The first public consultation on the Limerick to Scarif Greenway has launched this week. In studio, we chatted to Ona Hagen, who has been promoting this idea for many years, and to Aina Rowe, Regional Manager of Waterways Ireland. You're very welcome to News Extra here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. My name is Jim Collins and I'm joined by John S. Kelly. And we have a number of guests here in the studio. I suppose we're talking about the Limerick to Scarif Greenway, John. And uh, we've just had the launch this week of the first public consultation. So we decided to invite in two people who were centrally involved in in the the genesis, I suppose, of this idea and in the carrying out of it. And and that is uh, our own Ono Hagen and also the regional manager of uh, Waterways Ireland, Aina Rowe. So, gentlemen, you're very welcome. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, John. Thank you, Aina, can I ask you first, uh, just give us the, maybe the background to what you're doing at the moment and uh, why is the has the public consultation being launched? Why is it happening? Hi, and thanks very much for the opportunity to talk to the people of Scarif Bay. Uh, and indeed, it is, uh, you're right, we've, we've reached a milestone in our uh, development of the Greenway uh, this week with the uh, commencement of a series of consultations in relation to route options for the Shannon Greenway from uh, the heart of Limerick City to uh, the heart of Scarif. Um, so as part of those consultations, we have... Uh, held an online uh, briefing for all the elected members, uh, really well attended. Uh, we, we held that uh, on Tuesday. Uh, and we have a series of public consultations, uh, open invite to all the public uh, to attend. Uh, we've had uh, three uh, already uh, just this week, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, and then we have two more planned for next week. Uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday evenings, one in Clondara and one in Limerick City. Uh, and we also have a third element to the public consultation, and that is an online forum where people, for one reason or another, who mightn't be able to come to the open sessions, would be able to uh, view the various presentations, the various uh, routes, the maps, uh, and indeed our thinking behind uh, the Shannon Greenway, and submit their comments online. So that's all live as we speak, and that online consultation will remain open until the uh, first week in June. And Ina, could I ask you, the, the philosophy behind the, the concept of greenways, what, what do we say to the listeners? Well, I suppose there are two key uh, elements of a strategic context in relation to the greenway. The first is the Shannon Tourism Master Plan, which... Uh, Water was earned in partnership with Fault Ireland and the 10 local authorities from Cavan to Limerick uh, formulated and are currently implementing. Uh, and that seeks to position the Shannon at the centre of the tourism offering uh, for Ireland's hidden heartlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as part of that, uh, what we're trying to achieve with our colleagues in the local authorities and indeed with uh, 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 the communities from Cavan the whole way to Limerick uh, is, I suppose, provide uh, a reason for people to come and visit the area, f- uh, uh, number one, uh, provide uh, business opportunities 
uh, to those who live uh, along or on, uh, adjacent to the Shannon and also to shine a spotlight on the unique attractions that the Shannon has, be it from a navigational perspective, a recreational perspective or indeed an environmental perspective. Mm -hmm. The second strategic context and key pillar, if you like, uh, for greenway development is the National Greenway Strategy uh, published by uh, the Department of Tourism and Transport a number of years ago. And it seeks to uh, develop a network of off-road cycling and walking experiences for visitors and uh, uh, the local communities. So, I mean, on that score, I, 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 I'm imagining or visualising myself as I listen to you, uh, the main cycle route clearly marked to be chosen yet. Okay, the route to be chosen. Okay. But also the side avenue, so to speak, that feed into it. Uh, that's part of this plan. Yes, we've taken a whole study area, uh, a broad study area uh, from Limerick right up to Scarif, uh, in places ten kilometres either side of a, a, a possible of possible routes. Um, as part of the National Greenway Strategy, one of the key uh, requirements of uh, greenway development is the linkage of uh, places, of communities, of attractions. Uh, so we're very keen that in connecting the heart of Georgian Limerick City to Scarif, that we make sure that we connect into uh, the villages, attractions uh, and activities right along that greenway route. So in our consultation that we have uh, just brought to uh, public's attention uh, uh, the week gone by and uh, indeed which will continue as I said until June we have outlined three separate routes uh, that could be uh, utilised for the development of a greenway um, following that consultation we will then um, uh, take the, the views of the public and others on board and we will come back to consultation again uh, with a preferred route option. Okay, can I, can I turn to Owen for a second? Owen, I mean, you, it's a very good news story, I would imagine, as far as you're concerned. Uh, somebody who has been promoting this idea for, uh, for many, many years, because I, I have heard you on the radio. And we had many discussions as well, Tim, about it. Uh, I think the first official conversation I had was, and Aina was involved in it as well, in January the 6th, 2018, here on Scarf Bay Community Radio. We had Timmy Dooley and Kieran Cannon, uh, Anne Rabbit, Pat Burke, Pat Hayes, Aina and, and Ger Hogan, who was um, Chair of Tourism at the time. And uh, we discussed the, the possibility of a greenway. And then I got an opportunity to pitch it to the government, to, to Leo Varadkar, who was Taoiseach at the time, and Simon Coveney, a couple of other ministers, and uh, it eventually got into a commencement debate in the Shannon, sponsored by uh, Senator Maria Bourne in Limerick. And uh, in, there, in that commencement debate, we asked the minister at the time to include the Shannon Greenway as part of the 2040 plan for Ireland, which is this economic plan that had for the future of Ireland to, to improve life for all the Irish people. And I thought the Shannon Greenway ticked all those boxes that they wanted to tick. And uh, then met with Brendan Griffin, who was Minister of State in the Department of Tourism, then came to Scarf and we met with Aina and uh, Brian McCarthy, who was Chief Planner in, in Clare County Council. And they had already been talking about the Orion Canal, which is going to be part of this greenway and other uh, potential routes. But like the, the thing was, 
this was going to connect every single village between Limerick and, well, I had pitched it to the government from the pot and cabin all the way to Loophead and uh, 360 kilometre greenway and uh, it's an outlandish plan but it's coming together bit by bit there's already bits of there's greenways appearing left right centre the royal canal greenway the barrow greenway that ain is working on as well the 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 royal canal um several other greenways above along the shannon are are appearing as we speak and other attractions that ain is talking about like the the acres lake uh, floating walkway in, in legion which is a very very popular uh, couple of kilometres long walk but like it has used the uh, huge potential it had and it is successfully uh, trading away because there's businesses have popped up because of it uh, and the Greenway the Shannon Greenway this first 40 kilometres will lift every single community that comes through in Clonalara in O'Brien's Bridge in Toongraney in Killaloo and Scarf and it will eventually and the wish is that it will go on to Mount Shannon and Portumna and connect into the Dublin Galway Greenway which is going to go through Woodford so it'll 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 have very positive benefits for all the communities how do you uh, do maybe outline some of the benefits of of that that are that are there and that you know have potential here in the East Clare area. Well, we have just in Scarif alone, which is at the, the end of the first forty kilometres. We have the the uh, evicted the, uh, the graveyard over in Kisirok and in, into Grainy. We have uh, Brian Baru's church in Tungraney. We have um, the workhouse here in Scarif. And uh, along uh, another project I'm working on, you well know about, is the Ironworks of East Clare, and the, how this uh, Ironworks in, in the, on the shores of Loch Derg created a steel industry in America, which made America great. So these are all potential spokes of the Greenway that can be attractive uh, for walkers and visitors and cyclists, as well as connecting into the, the Shannon Blueway, which Aina is proud of as well, the newly newly designated Blueway. Um, potential is huge for Greenway. We've seen what it did in Waterford, we've seen what it did in Mayo and it's what it's going to do in Kerry and I think this will be the mammy and daddy of them all mm. and it's part of the tourism of Lexicon now, the Shannon Greenway and that's the one thing I'm proud of. Yeah. Gen- gentlemen, I should imagine you must worry a little bit and it's, uh, you're entitled to uh, that emotion uh, in relation to talk about extracting water out of the Shannon. Okay. Could that int? Could that? I know we didn't mean to go down that road, and, and we needn't spend too much time on that one. That's for another day. But um, it, 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 I suppose, does raise certain concerns. And the second concern I'd have would be raising expectations, Jim. Okay, uh, people start asking very quickly. When will we see the shovel? On, on the the road, you know, and and then straight away, uh, I suppose one thinks in terms of how about the old money because that would impact. So those kind of little areas. Well, I, I'll I'll answer your second question first, if that's okay. Um, so we are, as I said, going through the route option selection stage, uh, and in the in about eight weeks' time, we should have our preferred route, and we'll go again to public consultation. Phase two of the project then is the detailed design and environmental studies, and we have funding secured for that. Uh, well, that's phase. good. So then, when it comes to uh, that that phase, that second phase will take a full year. Um, there's a lot of environmental uh, and ecological surveys to be undertaken. Uh, and then there's also uh, uh, negotiations that have to happen with other state bodies and indeed with uh, uh, possibly with private landowners. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are looking at then probably a period of a further six months 
uh, after that uh, to get the project through uh, the planning stage and then we'll be looking at the commencement of build. Um, we do not have funding secured for the actual build uh, and it would be unwise of government to actually uh, uh, guarantee any level of funding for build at this stage until we get through the environmental design and planning stage. But uh, the current uh, thinking within government and within uh, the department and indeed uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland is that if projects are coming through those various phases from route options as i've said right through to planning then that funding would be made available for their development with regard to the water abstraction uh, we've had uh, negotiations and ongoing negotiations uh, with uh, irish water in relation to the proposed abstraction of water from uh, loch derg or at partine um, and uh, we are quite uh, uh, satisfied that our concerns have been addressed in relation to maintaining the navigation level uh, and indeed that uh, uh, th that that, that uh, would be uh, guaranteed and written in to uh, the uh, overall agreement between Irish Water, the SB, uh, Waterways Ireland and, other, and the, the various local authorities. I'm, I, I'm cor am I correct in saying the SB are the guardians of the foreshore? Uh, in lake. some in some places they are, in other places waterways aren't is. But uh, around Loch Derg, uh, the ESB has certain rights over the foreshore. The ESB manages the water levels in uh, Loch Derg, but in consultation with waterways aren't because our legislation, uh, um, uh, I suppose, places the onus on waterways aren't to manage water levels from a navigational perspective. From from our listeners' point of view, maybe. Uh, some of our listeners might never have been on a greenway or seen a greenway. Could you describe what a greenway is? Uh, the size of it, the width of it, the, the, the surface of it? At its most basic level, a greenway is a three metre wide uh, uh, trackway uh, that's built to accommodate uh, uh, multi-activity walkers and cyclists, uh, buggies and wheelchairs. Uh, our design that we've adopted, for example, on the 120 kilometres of greenway we've developed on the Royal Canal, uh, in urban locations we use tar, uh, and in more rural locations we have used a, a stone base with quarry dust crushed uh, uh, on top. Uh, and that's in keeping with the overall aesthetic yeah. A look and indeed the environmental considerations uh, along it. Where we run greenways along the edge of a watercourse such as the Royal Canal or indeed uh, if, if, if it comes out of the mixer in the route selection along for example the Arinoplasty Canal uh, we would maintain the verge, a verge on either side uh, encouraging biodiversity on the water side and maintaining a grass verge on, on the, the opposite side. So um, uh, in the main, uh, uh, greenways uh, need to be on the flat because uh, access for all is a key component of it. However, there are derogations that allow um, uh, elevations of more than 7%. Uh, um, uh, and obviously, uh, when we look at the proposed routes that come out of Killaloo uh, and, and uh, aim to get to here to Tungrani and Scarif, there are elevations that will need to be climbed or uh, uh, 
either by bicycle or indeed by uh, walker. Okay. So, uh, but the greenway is more than just a, a, a physical piece of infrastructure. It's also a concept in people's minds which draws them to an area. And we've seen the success of, for example, as Owen mentioned, the Mayo Greenway or indeed the Waterford Greenway. And one year after opening the Royal Canal Greenway, we uh, have been able to um, uh, demonstrate a return on the investment of 16 million euro in just one year with 640,000 individual visits to the Greenway. Mm -hmm. So there, it's an attractor to an a location. It's there for the use of all, for uh, visitors and communities, for people with all abilities. And indeed, uh, uh, you know, it's our ambition in Waterways Ireland and indeed the 10 local authorities along the Shannon and elsewhere that we would play our role to, to, to provide a network of connected greenways across uh, uh, the island of Ireland. Yeah. So at the minute we have the Royal Canal open, we're working on the Green, uh, the Grand Canal with our colleagues in Offaly and Kildare, we're working on the Barrow as well with our colleagues in, again in Kildare, uh, where we have intentions that we would uh, connect from Scarif here up to Woodford eventually in the longer term and connecting into the Dublin Galway route. So over time we could be connecting Dublin, Limerick, Galway and Waterford in a necklace. Is this the, the actual first uh, greenway, um, if you like, uh, aligning itself with the river or a no. lake? Uh, no. Do we have mo uh, models? We, we have models. The Waterways Ireland has developed, obviously, as I said, the Royal Canal Greenway along the, the, canal, the, the Royal Canal itself. But we've also developed uh, the Shannon Blue Way uh, up in the North Shannon that Owen alluded to earlier. It's 12 kilometres of walk cycle and indeed a, 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 a of boardwalk along the Loch Allen Canal and around Acres Lake. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just thinking on and, and uh, Ian alluded to it there and we have been talking in terms of the tourism potential of it but I mean it is a huge boom huge. For, mm -hmm. for the community who live in a particular area. It is and, and that's and part of my presentation to Leo Varadkar and the ministers that day was that, that uh, we will educate our young people to work at home in the tourism industry at home and they won't have to emigrate to Saipan or to Sydney or to wherever they have to go, that they can educate, be educated for uh, a job in tourism and uh, an infrastructure that will grow commensurate to the amount of people that are going to come. We've seen it in Waterford and I always use that example in Kilmac Thomas in Waterford. There's a, there's a workhouse exactly like one here and uh, that has now been developed as uh, both a bike hire and a very, very successful restaurant on the back of the, of the Waterford Greenway. From day one, as soon as it opened, they have 30 full-time staff there, and it's it's hopping every day with people parking their cars, going in for coffee or going in for lunch, or going out and walking and coming back and having lunch. So there's the potential yeah. Yeah. in along the 40 kilometers from, from mm -hmm. Limerick to Scarif, and every village in between has the, has the, the potential to benefit from it. And well, no, the actually, I was at the uh, uh, consultation yesterday evening, and, uh, one of the points which one of the presenters made to me was um, spurs to the water to facilitate the very thing you're talking about, the locals having access. I mean, it's, an, it's a strange situation, really. We have one of the finest lakes 
in in the islands around Ireland. And we didn't grow up in the... Those of us were living near the lake, utilising this facility. It takes and the outsiders to come in, John. <laughs> <laughs> but you know mentioning, you, men, you, you mentioned in, 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 in the um, brochure, you know, that very thing about, uh, about uh, little... Not little, they can grow actions that are for the locals as well as for the for the visitor and isn't that right and therefore I'm wondering my last question even though we'll have to come back to this again my last question is Anna will there be spurs to the water yes a lot of the greenway will run along the water yeah and there will there may be spurs into the villages yes uh, the ambition of the Shannon Greenway is to run as close to the Shannon as possible yeah. Now, obviously, there are environmental and engineering constraints that yeah. we we uh, need to um, uh, be cognizant of. But the idea is is that it is the Shannon Greenway mm. that it runs along the spine of the Shannon. And I must compliment both Limerick City Council and indeed uh, Clare County Council for their cooperation and partnership with Waterways Ireland in uh, getting the project this far. Without the two local authorities, I don't think we would have seen uh, 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 the consultation we've had last week. And if I could say to the businesses, the existing businesses or those that are saying, are, are considering opening businesses anywhere along the proposed route, come and meet us, talk to us. And indeed, there are huge opportunities, as Owen has outlined, Revolution. for business expansion and for new businesses to pop up. And just by way of confidence to them, when we opened the Shannon Blue Way, we started with no business uh, or activity providers on the Blue Way. We now have eight after two years of operation, two new restaurants, three new cafes <laughs> on top of those eight activity providers. So when people, when we build it, people do come and businesses follow. Mm. Okay, listen, it's been excellent. It's been very informative having mm. the two of you here this morning. So, Aina Rowe, Regional Manager of Waterways Ireland, and Owen O'Hagan. In O'Hagen, Scarif, by the way. In Scarif, <laughs> and our own Owen O'Hagan of Scarif Bay Community Radio. Many thanks for joining us today, and uh, we look forward to keeping in track of progress over the coming months and years. Thanks, Jess. Thank you very much. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarpe Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarpe Community Radio.